Hello, friends. Welcome to Find Hope, Live Well, a show about doing small things to make big changes in your life. I'm Grant Stenzel. My goal is to help you regain hope and walk with you down the path of healing. Through my experience as a licensed clinical professional counselor and former pastor, I enjoy helping individuals and families navigate through mental health issues. Recently, I was able to speak at Parkview Community Church as well as a ministry called New Name, and I was able to minister to ministers, people that care for other people. And I spoke on self-care and burnout. And the reason I spoke on that is because they are people that are on the front lines ministering, helping, counseling other people. And so these are a lot of the tips that I gave my therapists, I give my uh, interns. You know, I had a a couple people say they wish that was recorded. So I thought, hey, I'll go ahead and do a podcast about it. Uh, We'll probably break it up into a couple parts, but I'll just kind of go through my talk. And, you know, hopefully if you are someone that is counseling or caregiving or ministering to other people, hopefully these are some tips that can help you do your own self-care so you don't burn out. Now, I I started with, you know, explaining I'm not only a a licensed clinical professional counselor, but former pastor. So I've been in uh, both church and psychological settings. So the question is, is why do we not do self-care? It seems like people who um, on the Enneagram are twos or nines, people that are nurses, counselors, pastors, often don't do self-care. What is the reason we do not do self-care. And I, and I can even look at the, some of the reasons I don't do self-care. And I would start is, it's a value issue. You know, we take care of what we value. You know, if I gave you um, a really nice car, you would really take care of it you, because it's valuable. We tend to take care of things that are valuable. If you were given a car that was kind of falling apart and maybe it was $500 and was rusted, you probably would take less care of it. And so we take care of the things that we value. And often we value other people, but we don't value ourselves. And if we truly valued ourselves, we would stop and we would take care of ourselves. Another reason we don't do self-care is we are codependent. I know it's the big C word and people don't like to use it. But oftentimes when we are codependent, we need other people to be okay for us to be okay. And we feel best when we're ministering to others. And so we stay there. And it's great that we're helping others, ministering to others, listening to others, counseling others. That's great. But when do we take the time and charge up? And often because we're codependent, we are just getting our energy from ministering to people as opposed to being ministered to, which can often lead to a hero martyr syndrome, is we feel like this big hero and we're ministering to all these people. But then when we get burnt out, and we're at the end of our rope, we, we become kind of a martyr. We're like, well, wow, I take care of everyone and no one takes care of me. And if you've said that, I will challenge you because I've said that myself is, is we need to stop and go, okay, what's the reason that's happening? And I would say many times in my life, the reason people aren't taking care of me is because I act fine. I don't ask for help. I pretend like I don't need help. And so oftentimes people don't feel that I need help. And it's not their fault. It's my own. Sometimes we don't do self-care because we can't say no when we're asked to do this and asked to this and asked to this. And they're all great things. But if we keep taking these things on and not saying no, 
we don't have a chance to, again, take care of ourselves. Also, and this is a huge thing in the suburbs of Chicago here, is the urgent versus the important. We are always busy. We are running to this, that, and the other thing. We have our kids' soccer game. We have an emergency at work. We have something going on at home. And it seems like there's always something. And we're running to that next thing is, but when do we stop and go, okay, what's important? What am I going to stop? and take care of myself. And I would say lastly, and I've done this too, is, is I've not done self-care out of pride. Feeling like I don't need it. I can do it myself. Um, you know what, I'm going to minister to people and I'm going to build into people, but I don't need people to build into me, which is obviously a lie. You know, that is definitely pride. All humans need other humans. All humans need love and care and people building into them and caring for them. And so these are some of the reasons that I would put down of why we do not do self-care. So along with why we don't do self-care is signs that you may not be practicing self-care. So if you see these signs in your life, it might be time to step back and go, hmm, maybe I need to do some self-care before I get burnt out. And some of these signs can be um, you don't see your family and friends as much. You feel like you've lost purpose. You're not sure why you're doing what you're doing. You flat out just feel burnt out. You feel like you have no more energy to keep going. You're unable to be present. You know, we, as we minister to people, I know as a counselor, it's so vitally important that in the counseling room, while I'm sitting with someone and listening to their story, that I'm present. But if I am so burnt out and I'm so exhausted, I don't have the ability to be present and my mind can wander to all the other things that I have to do. Other signs is worry. You're constantly worried about, is everyone being taken care of? Um, are things getting dropped? You may feel exhausted. You may not be getting good sleep. You may just feel like all the time you just feel exhausted. Irritable. Um, I definitely can do that when I'm not practicing self-care. I can get irritable and grumpy. And um, I get snappy with people. And obviously, that's not a good thing. Sometimes we feel unhappy and we don't know why. I would say also forgetting priorities, forgetting what, again, is important versus, you know, just the urgent. And feeling busy all the time. You know, this is the badge of honor we seem to wear in the suburbs of Chicago here is, you know, when people ask how you're doing, we used to say, oh, I'm doing fine. Now what we do is we say, well, I'm busy. Like it's this badge of honor that I am important because I'm busy. And you know what, if you're busy all the time, that's a problem. We need to step back, stop being so busy, take care of ourselves. Then we're going to be better to be able to take care of others. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, Paul writes this, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God made it grow. So neither he who plants or he who waters is anything, but only God who makes things grow. This is so vital to understand that God does not need us. You know, oftentimes we, we hear sermons that guilt us into evangelism or care or this, that, or the other thing. God does not need you. God is sovereign. God can take care of all things himself. However, though God does not need you, he does want to include you in his ministry to bless you. See, he could use rocks. He could use donkeys. He can use ravens. All better then he can use us. But he uses us because he loves us and he cares for us and he wants to include us. I remember years and years ago on Mother's Day, my kids wanted to make Mother's Day breakfast for their mother. And I had two options. I could A, make the breakfast myself, 
cleaner, better, easier, or I could include them in the process. Not as good, probably the product's not as great either, and it's going to be a big mess, and it's going to be more work. But obviously, as a father, I wanted my kids to be proud of what they did, and so I helped them make breakfast. And yeah, and it was a little messier, and it was not as great, but when my kids brought that breakfast into their mother, I could see the pride on their face of, look what we did. And they were so excited they got to minister to their mom. And that ministered to my heart. I felt so great for my kids that they felt great about ministering to their mother. And that's how God is with us. God doesn't need us. God loves us and cares for us and wants to have a relationship with us. And God wants to use us in other people's lives for our blessing. Because he wants to include us. He wants us to be part of it so that we may be blessed. Because serving is a blessing. You know, I, don't th- I can't think of many other blessings that are as great as serving others, helping others, helping people you know, get their lives back together and, and comforting and caring. It is such a blessing to me, and I'm so excited that God includes me in that ministry. But as Paul wrote, you know, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God causes the growth. And you see, that's all the other part of that is we need to understand is is we do our part, we listen, we encourage, we may give advice, we may pray for someone, but then we have to leave the results up to God and know that He is going to take care of them. And so not only we remember that you know, God wants to use us, but that also takes the pressure off because God is ultimately in charge of people growing or not growing. So where are you in this? Do you believe that if you don't do ministry, it won't get done? Do you trust God with his ministry? And what do you believe is your role? I believe we have good motives. I believe we want to help people, but we need to remember whose roles are whose. It is our job to plant and to water, to love and to care. But whether people get better or not is between them and God. And you know what? I can do an amazing job in a counseling session and someone not get well. I can do a poor job in a counseling session. And sometimes those are my best sessions. It's hilarious. I've, I've gone to work sick and not feeling well. And I'm kind of, you know, just trying everything I can to just stay awake and counsel. And at the end of the at the time that clients like, wow, that was the best session we've ever had. I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I was barely there. So it's really amazing how God can just use us, often in spite of ourselves, to minister to others. This has been part one of my series on burnout and self-care. This is a four-part series, so be sure to check back for part two. I'll be exploring the things we miss when we're too busy for self-care and the importance of rest and finding a way to Sabbath. That's going to do it for today's episode. Visit stenzoclinical.com backslash news for helpful tips on parenting, relationships, managing anxiety, battling depression, and more. You can also find us on social media with the handle at stenzoclinical. If you enjoyed our show, please be sure to leave a review. As always, thank you for listening.